I'm finally up here in Virginia now. Woo! It was oh. a long drive. It really, it really was. And it was a little bit of a shit show getting up here, actually. Yeah? Yeah. yeah a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it was, I don't, I guess, I don't know. I guess other states are a lot more strict than other places. So when I was signing up for this apartment complex mm-hmm. up here, they had a bunch of rules that I had never had to deal with living in Tennessee. It's like, oh, you actually have to have your cat rabies vaccinated, even though it's an indoor cat. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I've never had to do that in any other place. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So like, I need to do this. So there's just a bunch of stuff and a bunch of rules. And like COVID was also making it really hard. So yeah. they call me the day before as I'm packing up the truck, which was also awful because I waited to the last minute. So like, I don't have that much stuff. All my stuff is packed up. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I still had to pack the truck really tightly. And then even you were like, this <laughs> truck is packed so surely. You're absolutely right. The truck Dude. was packed like shit. Because it was, it was just so a, bad. It was so, it was, the the boxes were great. Everything else yeah, was shit. Yeah, yeah. The boxes so, were nice, but the couch yeah. should have been up against the bed. It was, it was bad. It's, it's fine. Well, the bed yeah, had I mean, to go it, in fine. last. You made it, so that's what's important. That it's is fine. That is all that matters. So they end up calling me like the day before the move and they're like, hey, what time mm-hmm. are you going to get here? It's like, I have to tell you when I'm getting there. They're like, yeah, because we have to do like a, a a maintenance virtual scheduling. And I'm like, can I just do huh? it later when I get there? And they're like, no, they have to do it right when you get there. And I'm like, bruh, I'm 10 hours away. I don't know when I'm going to get there. So dumbass me being stressed out. I was like, you know what? I'll be there at one o'clock in the afternoon, which meant I had to leave at two o'clock in the morning. My time. Yep. yep. Yeah, that didn't work. That didn't fucking happen. <laughs> at all <sighs> so i end up having almost a panic attack the night before yeah um oh i ended God. up giving getting anxiety medication for the cat because i was like yep. i cannot deal with him he's gonna be way too stressed i don't even want to i don't even want to so i gave him the anxiety medication but yeah. it apparently takes two to three hours for it to kick in oh i so, didn't know that me neither so I gave it to him, and I was like, oh, an hour to kick in? That'll be fine. Uh, he was still pretty hyped up and excited and upset when we were, like, moving the bed out and shit. So right. once we finally got everything out and loaded onto the truck, he was just, he was, he was fucking vibing. The cat was just, yeah. like, in the doorway Chill. of the room, just chilling. And I'm like, you good, dog? <laughs> Are you good? And so, like, I started talking <laughs> to him, and he just fucking flops over. He just fucking <laughs> flops. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So I called Kevin and I was like, Kevin, you've got to see the cat right now. I'm Look at this cat, bro. This cat is high as a fucking kite. So Kevin comes over and it's just kind of like the cat stands up, stretches. (laughs) We think he's fine, walks over and just fucking somersaults forward onto (laughs) Kevin's foot, hits the wall and just lays there. I have never in my fucking life seen this cat. Like, he's somersaulted before, but just being high, smacking, hitting the wall, just laying on the floor. Never. Never this fucking cat. Oh, my God. So that added a level of anxiety that I didn't need because I was so afraid he, like, was going to be too lucid to know where Uh he was, what he wanted to eat, poop, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm laying in bed like, he usually wants to be near me, but I don't know where he mm-hmm. is. So as I'm starting to get up, he comes into the room, stumbling all over the fucking place, <laughs> tripping over himself, sniffing everything. And I'm like, okay. So then, like, right. he, he jumps okay. up on the bed, and then he, like, freezes. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, did I make it? Goes down to the end of the bed and just kind of loafs at the end of the bed. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's, cool. Right, cool. that's so cool. So I'm trying to fall asleep. 
I can't. I'm having like I'm borderline about to have a panic attack. So I was like, oh my god, I have yeah. to get up at like one in the morning to leave by two to make it there at one. Yeah. Thank God, sweet Kevin. I go out there. I'm like, Kevin, I'm about to I'm about to lose it. And he was like, listen, just sleep in later. Get there later. Get like if you know they close at five, make get there at four thirty. Like. Just get more sleep. Yeah, it's and I'm fine. like, it's gonna be okay, right? I didn't feel like it, so I was like, okay, okay. So I go back in the room, I go lay down, and I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm having heart palpitations. I want to vomit. Like, I cannot fall asleep. So he, Kevin, comes in and like sits with me for a little bit, and I'm like, I'm gonna die. He's like, No, you're not. I was like, I'm gonna Aww. die. No, you're not. So finally, I start to kind of like fall asleep, but I'm worried about the cat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, What if the cat falls off the bed? What if the cat runs off and doesn't <laughs> know where he is? So what if he gets lost. Exactly. So I, I finally kind of, I'm like in and out for most of the night. Yeah. But then I wake up and he's gone. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to lose it. I'm going to throw up. Oh no. So I'm looking around for him and I hear him on the other side of the bed. And so I, I, I flip over to the other side of the bed and yeah. I look down. There he is. And I'm like, oh, he wants up on the bed. I don't know if I scared him. I don't know what the fuck that I did, but I went to like reach and grab him. He just took uh-huh. the fuck off. Oh no. Of course, he didn't make it very far because he was high as a kite, <laughs> but he just like ran around the bed. I was like, Okay, you know what? I'm oh, just no. he's fine. He's a cat. He's fine. He'll so be okay. I just passed out. Fine. So I wake up in the morning and I'm getting all my shit and I as I I'm taking the first load out to the car, Kevin wakes up, he goes, Hey, are you leaving? I'm like, No, I'm just loading up the car. He's like, Oh, okay. So I load up the car, get the cat, and he helps me uh-huh. bring up some stuff. And I get the car and I leave. Yeah. So everything was pretty uneventful until about six hours in. And yep. then the cat started to act weird because he he would kind of yeah. like we would hit a bump and he would like, you know, wake up and then he would lay back down and then we'd hit another bump and he would get back up. But about six yeah. hours in, he starts standing up, moving around. And I'm like, oh, fuck, does he got to like poop? Is he like, he's got food? Like, like what's, what's going wrong on? with him? Right. So I'm like, oh, no. So like I unzip it. And I'm like, okay, you need some, like, fresh air. You're getting hot. Like, I don't know what's going on. This motherfucker starts to climb out of the cat <laughs> carrier into my lap. I'm doing yep. 73 miles an hour down the fucking highway with a cat in my lap. I can't do this. I've never done this before. I can't. No. So, like, I, the, oh, thank God. God. Thank God there was a rest stop. Um, a rest stop. So, I pull over, and I'm like, cat, like, do you need a poop? So, I throw what's, him what's into the you? litter box. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. So, I was like, all right. You can't be in my lap going down the highway, bro. Like, get back in the crate. And he was not having it. He yeah. was struggling. He was fighting me, which he never really does. So finally, I just mushed him in there, zipped it up, got back on the road, and he started biting, started clawing. Aww. And I'm like, no, please don't do this. So I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. And so I, I situated myself a little bit better. I unzipped it. He crawled out, and he is high as a kite looking at the trucks looking at the trees looking at the cars okay he's so happy he looked up at me and then kind of up at the ceiling but he was so fucking high his mouth was hanging open (laughs) i started losing it i was like i'm gonna fucking crash this car i'm gonna kill this cat because he's making me laugh oh no so he started kind of like squirming around on my lap so i like flipped him around to where his face was facing the crate and the other seat and then he just Uh like he just like like a like a bear rug just across my lap passed out for three hours just laying in my lap just sprawled out arms forward that's awesome oh my god and i was like i've fucking never this cat just wanted to be in my lap the whole entire fucking time he just wanted his mom i guess jesus he didn't feel good well he's not a lap cat so i don't know why the fuck he wanted in my lap he's never in my lap He's like in my lap for like oh. 30 seconds and he's gone. So I was like, okay. So for the last three hours, the cat was in my yeah. lap, just laying there. So just chilling. Everything. <laughs> so I get there. I get to the car- apartment complex a little early. 
And I call them. I'm like, hey, I'm here early. Like, I'm hot. Mm -hmm. I got a cat. Can I please just go inside? And so they end up, like, rearranging some stuff that, like, the maintenance person was going to meet me in, like, a couple minutes. So they were like, come by the office and get your key. So I go to the office. I say hi to the the jellyfish that you didn't get to see. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. It's fine. And I get the keys. And I just left the cat in the car. The AC was running. The the windows were cracked a little bit. And I was just running in Mm -hmm. to grab the keys and coming right back. There was another guy who went into the office the same time as me. And then it came out kind of like behind me a little ways. Mm-hmm. This guy saw me with the cat in the car and gave me the fucking weirdest look. He's like, what the fuck? Like made a visible like, what the fuck look? Because oh, no, the cat. crazy cat ladies yes, moving in. Because oh, like no. one of the cat wouldn't go back in the crate and I just left the cat there. So he was sitting yeah. in my seat as I was trying to get back in. I was like, if this motherfucking cat tries to take of off, I'm did. just I'm going to lose it. So I ended up like picking him up and I'm trying to like make my way back to my apartment because I got to do the maintenance thing. And he's like, I'm picking up this cat. I'm like, don't run out. The other guy's looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, don't look at me. Please don't acknowledge me. Please don't fucking perceive me right now. Don't look at me, man. Yeah, so I ended up getting into the house. The person ended up doing an in-person maintenance thing with me, which was really nice. And then I was really sick because I didn't get a whole lot of sleep. And the poor cat was stressed. I was stressed. And then you guys showed up. Yep, yep. We drove the Penske, Kevin and I, down. Well, Kevin drove. I sat there and made stupid jokes for (laughs) nine hours. It was great. Uh, It was great. I had a good time. Um, that that was fine. Driving a, a fucking truck is hell. Being yeah. in a truck is hell, but it's, yeah. it's okay. It's fine. Um, but no, we we got there, and I was like, Katie stopped texting me like two hours ago. I think she's asleep. Yep. And Kevin was like, Yeah. And I was like, How far out are we? And he's like, Ten minutes. I was like, I'm a caller. Hold on. Yep. And you pick up the phone, and all I hear is this very quiet little beach. Beach. And I was like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> so I don't even remember saying that. I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was good so times. yeah, made it in, and then um, my apartment has a, a legitimate fireplace in it. I have vaulted so nice. ceilings. I'm on the third floor, and I have amazing patio. The fucking third floor, everyone. Oh yeah, think about that fucking third floor bullshit stairs. <laughs> I don't know. I had fun going up and down the stairs. I don't. I wasn't. Yeah, you sore. didn't carry the bed or the couch, you asshole. Where was <laughs> I? Oh, I had to go to the store. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we I, sent you to the store for Tylenol because you were so tired. I was we also were like, no, don't really help grumpy. us go. Yeah, and then we had all the pillows from the the couch, the, the couch on the fucking floor, and then we're trying to figure out where to sleep. So I was like, Zoe's in yeah. the bed because she's old, got a bad hip, bad, oh, bad back. Dick. You're right. And I was though. like, I've got the cot, right? And then uh-huh. I was like, Kevin, you sleep anywhere. Just fucking pick a spot. Yeah. This motherfucker passes out on top of all of the blankets, all of the pillows, uh-huh. on top of the cushions, That's just great. fucking out. That's great. So I set the cot up next to him in the living room. Zoe's in the bedroom yeah. on my bed. And I wake up in the middle of the night freezing my ass off. And I was like, okay, I don't know where any of the blankets are. I don't know what yep. to do. So I'm sitting there. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't. I, I need to get warm. I'm fucking freezing. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, Kevin ass up in the air. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And he runs his hands with his blanket on his back <laughs> down his backside, tucks the blanket up into his ass, and then just falls back down flat. <laughs> what? what the fuck? That's so good. No, because Kevin and I were like, do we want it? Because there was like, the way the truck was packed, there was like, the ca- like the bed was easy to fucking get to because it was the last thing that went in. Correct. And then there was a cat tree and some other stuff on top of the couch and yep. that was where kevin originally was gonna sleep yep so we were like um fuck that no yeah. so he was gonna sleep on the couch and then he just slept on all the pillows yep. instead and then he was gonna sleep on the mattress topper but then i took the 
yeah. mattress cover thing and use that yeah. as a, a source of warmth. So he passed out on all of the fucking cushions. <laughs> that was a good time. That was really fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was great. I'm down for that. Okay. Uh, but there's more furniture it. now. And then we got the couch in. And then Yay. here we are. So I'm in yeah. so I'm in Centerville, Virginia. So that's cool. So here I am. Ooh. I really like the area. And oh, oh, and then you know you were all like the the apartment's nice and blah blah blah. Yeah. And Kevin Kevin didn't say shit. Oh yeah. Which I know when Kevin doesn't oh, say anything. No. I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm about to call you out. It's it's okay. He oh, was no. he was a little jelly, and that's why oh, he that's didn't say anything. Because when we went to IKEA, he was like, "I'm really jealous of your apartment." I was like, "I know." It's okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. He did talk to me on the way back about like looking for a nicer apartment. And I was like, why? Your apartment's fine. And no. Like, yeah. So that makes sense. But he also just needs to move out of Nashville because. That's true. Fuck any- Nashville. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. This place nah. is. This place is already better. I mean, Cookville's not it. Like Cookville's worse than Nashville. Oh, uh, so, like, yeah. Fuck Nashville. But like, fuck Cookville. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you, you mean because I, okay, I, cool. I used to live there. So live both places. So, yeah. So we're 10 hours apart. But that's okay. I mean, there's an airport one that's one true. exit up from me. The, the airplanes go over my apartment so closely. I shadows. I can see the shadows of the airplane. Oh, that's cool. That is actually that. really cool. Because I was looking out the window. I was like, oh, I hear an airplane. And then I just see the shadow. Yeah. I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I can get by that. So I really like my place. Yeah. It's a little lonely just because you guys aren't nearby. But like you and Kevin and Blake have actually been texting me. So it's not that big of a deal. Good. Yeah, we, we try to. We haven't coordinated, but I'm sure we could. Yeah, it's fine. It's I mean, my birthday's coming up, so it's it is I what know. it is. Soon. Soon. And I think Kevin's gonna come up for his birthday because he just got his first oh. dose of his vaccine today. <gasps> jealous. Which I'm also jealous because I'm higher up on the on the tier to get a vaccine, but because You're- of where I am, because I'm one B, I'm an essential worker. And then Kevin's one C. Yeah. But we're be- in one C now. Correct. However, however, the county that I just fucking moved to no. is behind because there's so many fucking people here no. that they're still going through the essential workers. No. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So I fall into the last tier of essential no. workers, which is the next tier that's going to go. And I'm still waiting on that. Gross. Yeah. So it might be another uh-huh. couple of weeks to a month before I can go. Gross. Yep. Well, so here we are. But anyways. That was a little, yeah. a little long, little long-winded intro. Just because oh, no, a great. lot happened, and then I also forgot yeah. to put up episode thirty-one. Oops. <laughs> we are sorry. Yeah, because there was also Whoops. this thing about I couldn't find an IKEA desk, but they renamed the desk, and then they didn't tell anybody that they renamed the desk. Yeah, and discontinued the other name of the desk. So but even just though the desk was not there, right? Even though it's the same fucking desk, just under another fucking name. When I tell you, yep. when I fucking tell you, Kevin told me that. I immediately was like, I have to go to IKEA right fucking now. I cleaned out my whole car, measured everything out, make sure I could put this motherfucker in my car, and then I went and I got oh my the desk. God. Even though we were standing right there next to the fucking desk when we were looking yep. for it in the first place when we went there the first time. Okay. That's ridiculous. It makes me rage. Oh All right. That's okay, but you have the desk now, so yay. I do have the desk now, but you want to know desk. what we also have now? Spooky stories. Ooh. 
<laughs> okay, stories. I haven't. We haven't done this in a hot minute. It's been like actually. Two, I know it's two been weeks so, since we so recorded. Long. So, yes, so many so, times. Um, flip coin. Hot, hot minute. Even though we've been yeah, doing this a long yeah. time, I can't remember. So we're gonna f- we flip coin, and then you pick. What do you want? Um, in a uh, new tradition, as you are so close to Washington D.C., yeah. I would like Washington's face, please. Oh, you want heads? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. Tails, I go first. Grab. Thanks. Okay. You're welcome. It's the it's the ah it's the glasses. Just chuck it. But not really. They're just. So before we actually start, if you like what we do and you want to keep seeing us do our weird shenanigans, be sure to check us out on our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Haunt Her. I barely know her, and we have two tiers available. We have the medium tier and the investigator tier. And if you sign up for the medium tier, you will get access to bonus content and a sticker. And if you sign up to any tier, we also give you a shout out on the episode. So that's cool. <laughs> I still need to give you a little sound. Yes. Thing. Okay. So I'm going first. Yeah. Spook me, baby. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna okay. try. So to today's today's topic, today's theme, today's story is actually a user submission oh. by James K. So thank you, James K, for this submission. Big preach, my and friend. And also. An announcement, if you have made a submission and we have not covered it yet, please make sure to go back onto our website and redo the submission. We were having some issues with our Google form. Our Google settings kept changing and it's actually was stopping people from making submissions. So if you submitted a topic and we haven't covered it yet, please be sure to go back and do that again. Yes, or even if we covered it but like didn't shout you out after you emailed it, do that, like let us know and we'll post shout out. Cause, yeah, we'll oof. do that. We we gotta come. We're, we're gonna come up with something else. Yeah, we also we'll put it in it an email field to like if like we get it, we can like email you. Be like, hey, we got your thing. Like, don't worry about it. Beautiful. So there we go. So James K gave us the topic of Highgate Cemetery in England. Ooh. So I was Sounds like, tall. okay, cemetery. I'm fucking down. So this is a part of the podcast where we talk about you know the boring history of our topics. Hey, fuck you. The great history of the topics. <laughs> You're such a fucking nerd. Yeah, I am fine yeah so here we go here's here's how this this cemetery came to be so it's like the history of like how the cemetery started blah blah blah. beautiful in the 1800s so like literally the start of the 1800s mm-hmm. for some strange reason the population of london was beginning to take the fuck off like just it was such a phenomenon they didn't really understand his historians don't really understand why mm-hmm. there were one million people in 1801 okay. and by 1911 there were seven million people just in London. Just in London. Okay. Wow. A lot of this had to do with the fact that London was the only major city in all of England. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So, people were moving there for jobs and shit and to, you know, do the do the thing. Do to the do stuff. Right? You know, better, better life make, living. Make so, money. specifically, Irish Jews, Chinese, and Africans were all immigrating to London. Okay. The infrastructure of London at the time wasn't all that great because mm-hmm. it wasn't really built to house all these people. Yeah. So there were definitely areas of extreme impoverished conditions. And of course, with extreme impoverished conditions means extreme hygiene issues and yeah. health issues and stuff like Bad that. stuff. Yeah. So with with the large amount of these poor people, you know, influxing to the city means that there was also a lot of death. So with a lot of people coming in, a lot of people were dying so badly, so badly. So many people were dying that graveyards were packed anywhere. There were there was open land 
anywhere in between buildings, alleyways, backyards, front yards, anywhere there was spare dirt, people were being buried. That's and it awful. Was, isn't that terrible? That's really bad because like we don't really have that problem in the U.S. because we're very large, like just geographically. Right. Like, ugh. So I don't know why they weren't like carting people out of the city or like setting something up like that. I don't know. I don't know like what that deal was, but people were being buried anywhere else. And as we remember from episode 21, I'm going to plug that in right there. The Greyfriar from Greyfriars Kirkyard in the early 1800s was a time of epidemic body snatching because the University of Edinburgh, even though those two are like on completely far mm-hmm. ends of like the UK Isle kind of thing. Yeah. They were still having body snatching issues in London. Yeah. So why wouldn't it's you kind just of like gross. sell it though? Like if a family member died instead of burying it and being like, oh no, the body snatchers. Why wouldn't you just be like, oh, hey, can I donate and you give me money? Probably because there were so many bodies to snatch from. You didn't need to pay. You just go get one. Oh yeah, I suppose. Ew. I don't like Isn't that. that gross? That's human bodies decaying are fucking disgusting. Human bodies so, are disgusting. Yeah, that too. So there was <laughs> a lot of unpermitted and even illegal burials going on. Mm-hmm. Some people were just put into mass graves to save space. Uh, oh. The bodies were only wrapped in cheap, thin materials and buried a few feet deep so that the bodies would decompose quickly and the spot could be reused again sooner for the next body. Ew. How fucking nasty. This led uh-huh. to overcrowding of dead bodies and the stench and disease was becoming a massive concern because yeah, London's because... becoming stanky. Yeah, and like decaying flesh will make you sick, it turns out, if it gets in your water. How strange. How weird how that works when <sighs> dead corpsey stuff gets in your water sources. So anyways, in 1930s, I guess 30 years later, they mm-hmm. finally deemed that it's an actual problem. They decided to pass like a law ruling. I don't know how parliament mm-hmm. does it over there in the UK, right? Whatever they whatever they call laws. Yeah. Uh, seven laws. new private cemeteries would be created in the countryside to move the bodies out of London. Okay. So they created seven cemeteries mm-hmm. called the Magnificent Seven because I don't know about you, I want to call a cemetery magnificent. So I don't like that for some reason that doesn't ring well with my soul no makes me a little uncomfortable okay well we're gonna go through the the name of the seven so there's the kensal green in 1833 the west norwood in 1836 the highgate which is what we're gonna talk about in 1839 you have adney park Mm -hmm. in 1840 brompton in 1840 Nunhead in 1840 and Tower Hamlets in 1841. So of all seven, Highgate Cemetery is the most popular. Okay. Now, these aren't just like cemeteries where it's like, oh, you just stick a body in the ground with the wooden cross. These are usually pretty elaborate mm-hmm. cemeteries. Like nice fancy ones. To, to, to some degree. Like there's like parts of it where you can just be buried in the ground and then parts of it there's like faults, um, crypts, okay. stuff like that, um, catacombs. So oh. these are some of these are pretty elaborate and Highgate is definitely a very beautiful and elaborate cemetery. So this is where we go into the HGTV part of our podcast, Ooh. where I'm going to talk a little bit about. Tell me, tell me about the the construction of the tall place. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Thank you. I was like, what are the building structures? Yeah, yeah. 
So two chapels were built. Mm-hmm. One was for the Church of England, and then the other chapel was just kind of like for everybody else. Oh. Whoever didn't, yeah, whoever didn't want to take part in the Church of England, they made two chapels, which was really weird I'm at the time. I'm surprised that they did that, because normally it would just be like, here's the Protestants, everybody else get fucked. Correct. Like, so okay. I was like, that's actually wow. pretty um, progressive, yeah. I guess. All right. So the building is of a Tudor Gothic style mm-hmm. with wooden wooden turrets, not like... Not that, not that kind of turrets, but like I didn't, I didn't assume it was that kind of turrets. But now, from here on forward, when I hear that, that's what I'm gonna think of. <laughs> that's yeah. The tall gates have I'm to glad. be protected by the turrets, you know. And now I feel really bad that I wasn't the only person that um, <laughs> thought of it like that. That's okay. Thank you. No, you're great. Because I was like, wooden turrets. You can't make a turret out of wood. Oh fuck. Okay. No, I mean, right, not, no that's not called that a ballista of... traditionally. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Okay. A bullet in a fucking cemetery. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Made with iron, keep the ghosts at bay, you know? <laughs> yeah, the zombies are a real fucking problem. Yeah, you never know, man. Ooh. Oh, my God. So, anyways, also had a bell tower. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, anyways. So, here's where it gets pretty cool. The center of the cemetery has what is called Egyptian Avenue. And I think I spelled that wrong in my notes. I'll go back and edit it. it. Is so, it's basically a big, broad stone passageway with 16 vaults on either side each vault is equipped with 12 shelves so families could be buried there i don't fucking understand that because you're not buried in the dirt and you will ooze so Uh, is there just ooze they're pressurized in in the 1800s well i mean you seal it in the pressure is going to build up on the inside unless there's like a oh we're gonna get there too we're gonna get there we're gonna talk about that so the answer is yes they were then (laughs) if that's the response then yeah for sure Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, well, not so much in the not so much in the vaults, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get. There. I'm already we'll get there. upset. Okay. Yeah. Can, oh, it's can, great. Can, I didn't even know this was a fucking thing until I read this, and I got so excited. Ooh. So you have the Egyptian Avenue. Yeah. So it's actually really pretty. It's like built actually Egyptian-ish looking. It's like a long tunnel that you walk through, and it's actually really pretty. The Circle of Lebanon, more of a classical style building, had ten mm-hmm. vaults in the inner circle with an additional 16 being added on 13 years later. Okay. The circle was created by excavating the earth out to dig the vaults into the ground and also encircling a giant ancient cedar called the Cedar of Lebanon. And it's Ooh. it's super... This, this fucking cemetery is dope. Uh, now I understand why so many people want to be buried here. Yeah. It's so pretty. And they actually worked with the scenery yeah. to keep the, the, the floral... Did I say that right? Yeah, the fauna. Fauna? Floral fauna. Either way, yeah. The, the plants, the green things yeah. that grow outside. Yeah. yeah. So they, they work to like keep a lot of that Flora. there. Flora. You were right. Flora. Yeah, yeah, there fauna we go. Fauna is animals. Whoops. Continue. There we go. We're learning new words every day. It's fine. <laughs> so after the Circle of Lebanon, you have the Terrace Catacombs, but okay. they were still kind of more above ground. They weren't like catacombs like you think in like France or anything like that. And of these catacombs, there were 55 vaults. Okay. So that's a lot of fucking dead people in these in these, in these these places, right? Really? So It's almost like it's a cemetery. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyways. Continue. So Highgate... She drink your water. Shut the hell up. Highgate I Cemetery am. was so popular that they had to buy more land to expand the grounds. Yowzers. It's kind of like this place was just such a hit that people were just dying to get in here. Okay, that one was pretty good. I'm actually so proud of you. I can't even handle it. That was great. <laughs> wow. I feel I, You're too far away for me to give you a gold star, and I'm upset. 
I'm gonna make I'm gonna make like just a poster board with like jokes like with you and me and like I'm just gonna yeah yeah I'm so proud of you thanks I I thought of that and I wrote it in my notes to make sure that I could tell the joke because I know that I'm not that punny I think I've made three puns so far in this entire fucking podcast They're anyway really good. Ah, oh, thank you. I was really proud of that one. So, <laughs> I really loved your face too. That was perfect. Thank you. Yeah, the like subtle Never. eye roll. That was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, twenty more acres was purchased for all these people dying, and then East Cemetery was born, opened in eighteen fifty six. So, okay. to access the east side, there was tunnel. There was a. I don't really understand this part, but we'll we'll get through it together. Okay. There was a tunnel that was built under a road that kind of like it's called it's called a, a lane mm-hmm. that runs through the cemetery. Yeah. So the tunnel was built under that lane road mm-hmm. to get to the east side of the cemetery and apparently through this tunnel you have to have a hydraulic lift to move coffins through the tunnel because it's also out of at a steep grade that the cemetery's at actually oh yeah oh yeah so that's really weird so oh dear they added to it and it was cool it was great highgate cemetery is probably the most popular of the seven because mm-hmm. Karl marx was buried here and a lot of people Karl marx like yeah a r l marks yeah wow that guy yeah that guy's buried here oh um, i don't his, want to be buried his, there no okay no. well his grave had attempted bombings at it like people have tried to like blow up his i'm so surprised look at me being <laughs> surprised <laughs> jesus so there was that <sighs> um it, it do it it be yeah i don't want to be buried next near that fellow <sighs> Because it, because it was so popular, there were 170,000 people buried in this place with 53,000 graves. Jesus. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And so wow. here's here's kind of like where it starts to decline. Okay. The cemetery did, actually. Uh, with World War One and Two, mm. most of the men needed to upkeep the cemetery were had to go off to war. Yeah. And that's fun. Oh, so this led to the downfall of the cemetery. With that, families also stopped buying the expensive graves because you had to buy buy these elaborate stone mm-hmm. crypts and shit. And like usually it was like a family thing. So like your family saved up to all be buried. I don't want to be fucking buried with my family. Hey, do no. me a favor. If I die anytime soon, mm-hmm. my wish is to be cremated and put into like a little fake glass ocarina. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah just sure put me. Happens. I don't have okay, power cool. of attorney. Just... I can't. I'll see. I'll, just, I'll try. Just... I'll figure it play out. This, play this podcast to my brother, and then he'll make it happen. Yeah, okay. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll figure it out. So, so with that, the funds started to drain out of the company mm-hmm. that was maintaining the cemetery because no one was wanting to live here right. because people, it was too expensive. Families were dying out because of the wars. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and eventually, the company maintaining the cemetery went bankrupt and it got absorbed into another company. And mm-hmm. even that company was struggling to maintain it. And 15 years later... They had to close because there was no more funds available Ouch. to maintain it. Sucks. That sucks. However, in 1975, a group of people called the Friends of Highgate Cemetery formed to promote and preserve the cemetery. Oh, the Friends. The Friends. I don't know. They That's just, cute. they're the Friends of the cemetery. So they went through and they cleaned up a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And apparently the cemetery got some historical landmark recognition however the uk does their does their recognition for their stuff so they actually got like professionally restoration done in the place by professionals professionally i've always wanted to learn Uh, how to like clean and restore graves like gravestones i think yeah because i used to 
couple of years ago, well, like eight or nine years ago, the first time I went to college, um, I helped somebody, I helped one of my professors like go out and clean grave sites, like grave yeah. like, cemeteries. Like there's one less than 15 miles from here that's like in the backwoods, like you have to hike through like three miles of forest before you get to it. And it's really secluded what? and it's creepy. The f- it's really cool. You have cool. never told me this. Yeah, I know. I'd never, I, it just sparked into my brain. I was like, oh shit, yeah. I used to go do that. And that was a lot of fun. That was really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's, I also, like, cleaning things is really nice, yeah. I think. So. And I think it's cool and respectful because if, like, family members have all passed away, who's going to clean the stones? Like, who's going to make sure everything Nobody. is taken care of? So. I think it's cool. Is that the same place where you s- took the witch's no, headstone? we're not going to talk about that. Nope. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Nope, that enough. And I returned it. I returned it. Yep. I'm so proud of you. 16 year olds yeah, don't do should... smart things. It's it's all right. We do we do <sighs> dumb things. So the hauntings. Yes. In this place, there. I was a little disappointed. I really thought I was going to get a little bit more story, but mm-hmm. I just got like a list of hauntings in this place. Uh-huh. However, however, the most famous haunting of this place is the Highgate Cemetery Vampire. I'm sorry. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there's a vampire, apparently, lurking around. So oh. in the 1970s, when, you know, the cult was booming, sat- Satanism was going on, right? There was a lot of people going into the cemetery, yeah. spending the night, doing their rituals, right. as people as, do as in as cemeteries. Do. Right. However, there started to be reports of dead animals being found on the grounds with no. their blood being drained and their throats slashed. No. No? No. Stop it. Yeah. It's pretty gross. So accompanied with that, there was sightings of a floating person that was phasing through walls and then a dead were apparently rising from their graves. Zombies, I told you. Turrets. Turrets. (laughs) Ballistas, they come in handy, I told you. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. So these people were walking through the cemetery at night for like shits and giggles, 16 year olds, you know, looking for- fucking stupid. That's a lot. It's- Huh. They would walk through these this the cemetery, yeah. and then they would report to the local news, "Hey, I saw this. Hey, I saw this. Hey, I saw that." And yeah. so it, it just eventually got to like a common theme of like there's something floating around the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So a predominant Wiccan and apparently like an occultist leader, because he was mm-hmm. spending the night in the grave cemetery graveyard cemetery, David Ferrant. He wrote that he witnessed the gray floating figure during one of his stays in the cemetery and proclaimed that it was a supernatural yeah. being entity, blah, blah, blah. However, Ferent had a rival. This man proclaimed to be a exorcist, a bishop oh. of the old Catholic church, and even a vampire hunter. Oh. So what? And his name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. His name is Sean Manchester. Oh, I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say John to be... Van Helsing, and I was like, let's go. I thought, I thought you were going to make a supernatural reference, no. but anyways. Uh, he was the first one to proclaim that it was a, va- a vampire mm. in the grounds of Highgate, and that it was, and I quote, a king vampire, a medieval black magician that was from Romania, <gasps> and that was buried in Highgate Cemetery. Oh. It's said that the Satanists performed a ritual to awaken the vampire, and... He is described as a tall, dark, sometimes gray figure that floats and glides through the cemetery. Whenever he is around, it is notably 
a temperature drop mm-hmm. around you, like when it's nearby. Watches will also stop if he is around That's and weird. has been seen to phase through walls. Oh, interesting. I've never heard like actual vampire reports, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, this is the first one that we've covered. Mm. And so watches stopping, like watches and clocks stopping. Yeah, that's a little That's weird. a new one. The media also got a hold of the story. Of course. And it completely blew up because also other people were reporting the same yeah. thing. Collaboration. For Friday, February 13th of... 1970 these two gentlemen were were they were at a feud okay mm. manchester and ferret they were like we're gonna work i'm gonna slay it and the other one's like no i'm gonna i'm gonna do it so they scheduled a vampire hunt oh on the grounds of the cemetery okay so it blew up and it sparked other vampire hunters and i'm air quoting here yeah. to show up and do the do their thing and so it, it became like this whole hoopla like i got multiple stories of like who you asked like mm-hmm. like graves were desecrated at this point and then like it was like a shit show so yeah yeah Yeah, it was it was rude it was quite rude so no one was successful they didn't find the vampire but the the cemetery was definitely raided that night yeah a woman's grave was desecrated later in august so that happened in february so we fast forward to august her remains had been disturbed and i'm air quoting and an iron stake stabbed through the breast of the corpse and apparently her grave was also surrounded by like flowers that were pointing towards the grave so no one really knows who did it however ferrant was arrested for this and he claimed it was not his doing that he was slander Mm -hmm. that someone set him up and he said it was the satanists in the cemetery that did that not him well probably i mean yeah i could see that just Mm -hmm. because it's hey man you're like infringing on our rituals bro that too because he was also like walking around the cemetery a lot with like a cross and shit so it do what it be so manchester brought this the vampire story to an end when he claimed three years later that he found the vampire and killed it he found it sleeping in one of one of the vaults in one of the crypts right and just killed it right however the two men still continued back and forth writing publications actual fucking books about it until ferent's death in april of 2019 really recent Yep. Yeah. So they were they as soon as one would make a publication about it, the other one would write a, a thing about it. So they oh, would wow. go back and forth about like, no, I saw it. No, I saw it. No, I I actually saw it. And so it just was. It was like a whole thing. That's okay. That's kind of cute. It was, it was yeah. It was a whole thing. So hmm. other hauntings in the place though, and other weird things. So as yeah. we mentioned before, the exploding coffins. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second, because that was actually a thing that was going on, and not a lot of people knew what was going on in the first part. They thought it was like, holy shit, like, something's coming back from the dead, but that's not what was happening. Uh, With the bodies decaying in above-ground lead-sealed coffins, so, you know, your icky, sticky, ooey-gooey bullshit didn't leak out, because that's nasty, Mm -hmm. because you're not in the ground decaying properly, Right. right? The buildup of gases would cause the top of the tombs to blow off. Yep. That's disgusting. I was today years old when I fucking found that out. Yeah, the same thing will happen in like modern uh, marble tombs. If the, if like it's chipped or cracked, it'll actually blow the front out. Gross. Yeah. It's pretty nasty. My grandfather was buried in a marble tomb. Mm -hmm. Ew. Don't. Yeah. Gross. All right. All right. Just uh, incinerate me and put me in an ocarina. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So. To fix this, however, at the time that they would drill a hole in the coffin and then add like a metal pipe 
And then they would light the gases coming out on fire for hygienic reasons. Oh, because fire purifies everything. Yes. I guess. I don't know. I was like, okay, all right. That's fine, I guess. Whatever. So... So the uh, so there's a, a huge list of like shit people would see in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So people would come and stay the night, and on the cemetery grounds, they would see men walking around in dark robes okay. or figures that looked like they were wearing dark robes. So it could have been the Satanists mm-hmm. or the occultists walking around while people were just fucking around in the cemetery. Because you know you don't want to know what I want to do on a Friday or Saturday night. Fucking sleep in a cemetery. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, sarc- you said it. Let's go. <laughs> it was sarcasm. It was sarcasm. I can bring it so, in. It's fine. A woman walking down the lane that I was talking about yeah. that that goes throughout the whole cemetery s- came across a ghost cyclist. And there really wasn't much to that story other than she saw this man who apparently, you know, obviously was see-through because it was a fucking ghost. Uh-huh. And then it freaked her the hell out. And he was riding the cycle up the steep lane through the cemetery. And that's that's one of them. Wow. Uh, a tall, slender man with a top hat that strolls... With a top hat. It's, it's England. <laughs> it's the UK Slenderman. Oh, my God. A tall, slender man uh-huh. with a top hat will stroll across the cemetery road okay. and then would just disappear by walking through a wall. Huh. Okay. Just, just would just do that. Uh, apparently, polite. his appearance is always accompanied with bells in the chapel going off. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I don't know and how strange. many times that happened. More than to, once. To make that correlation. Apparently, just more than once. Yeah, at least twice. <gasps> uh, there is a mad old woman with long gray hair that runs along children's graves. And she apparently, it was either her own children or children that she murdered in a fit of rage. What? Yeah. Yeah, um, she's been she's been seen several times. Is it is it always the same children's graves or is it like new children every time? Um, I don't think anybody new here is buried. Okay. It's very rare that somebody new is buried in the in the cemetery. Let's say that because okay, you yeah, can that still makes sense. be buried. So it's older ish graves. <sighs> uh, this one's fucking weird. A shrouded figure that stands in an open area of the cemetery, gazing at nothing. Okay. Just just standing there looking. Just doesn't chilling. acknowledge anybody's there. Doesn't just staring out okay. into the distance. So when someone approaches the figure, it disappears okay. only to appear somewhere nearby, still gazing at nothing. Like the same direction or a different direction? Um or do I don't, you know? it didn't specify, so I'm gonna just say anywhere. Oh. Just gazing about. Just yeah, just like oh. that. Exactly like that's, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Uh, the screams of a banshee oh, can be it. heard. Take it back. <laughs> to return that to your mouth. I didn't want to hear it. You didn't want to hear no. it? You don't like banshee screams? I don't. I do not. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. I'll tell you a story uh, one day. Excuse me? Yeah, one day. Go on. Okay. Uh, uh, along with bells, and I'm not sure if that's like hand bells or like the church bells, okay. but bells are heard. Also voices. Or a cyclist bell. Voices. Well, ching, ching. Like on the, uh, the, I don't know if they had bells like. Did they have bells like that? I don't back know. Back in the 1800s, I don't know. Okay, maybe. A piano in one of the buildings is sometimes heard playing. Okay. When no one is around, a nun is seen in the cemetery, silently whispering prayers as she goes about. I thought you were gonna leave prayers off and just quietly whispering, and I was like, I'm good. Bye. Well, Goodbye. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's what she's 
doing I and it so. could, she could not be praying she could not be praying i mean we don't we really don't know i mean do we really know no uh there's there's something a creature an entity mm-hmm. i don't know with glowing red eyes that has been seen staring from behind a set of bars in a cemetery nope Nope. How about the fuck not? Nope. Uh, spectral faces are often seen. Okay. Uh, and others report being touched while on the grounds. No. Touchy, touchy. No. Touch. Don't. A group of. Don't touch me. No. Don't touch me. Touch. Okay. A group of ghost hunters. Two two ghost hunters had recruited a new medium. Mm-hmm. And they were just going to go run through the cemetery. Just, just a walkthrough to like show the medium the cemetery. They weren't doing an investigation. They mm-hmm. weren't doing anything like that. And they came across an apparition of a very, very vivid, they said it was just very, like, there he was, of a tall, well-dressed man who they believed was once an undertaker of the cemetery. And he, they were said he was, like, pale in skin, oh. and he was, like, super tall, and, like, apparently very well-dressed, but it looked like it was of, like, the se- 19, early 1900s kind of era, so, like, it was not of modern dress that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it scared the fucking shit out of them. And they didn't yeah. have any equipment. They just saw it and they were just like, ha ha, no. And then it just disappeared. No, I mean, that would scare the absolute bejesus out of me as well. Not expecting yeah, right? anything. Like, I don't have my shit out. Like, wait a minute, man. Like, hold up. Nope. Nope. Well, that's, the, that's all I got for, um. The, the tall fence. High, the high, high, high gate cemetery. Yeah, tall fence, um, dead people place. Hi. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, got it. I was okay. like, the f- that didn't work. Me. Okay. okay, cool. Nice. <sighs> Beautiful. Well done. Thank I you. I would like it's to a visit very, it. It's a very, it's it's cheap. You can just get tickets and walk through nice. it. It's still pretty open um, because it's outdoors. You can actually mm-hmm. still go to this day. And I would like to go. I think it's really, really pretty. pretty. They did a lot of restorations on the place. Like they cleaned yeah. up a lot of the, the, the or vegetation. The plants. Yeah, there we go. Vegetation. We'll use that word. They cleaned up a lot of the vegetation, mm-hmm. and they said a lot of the paranormal mm-hmm. shit calmed down. Oh, but yeah. there's still there's still stuff there. Yeah, there's still stuff going on. They were probably like, it's a hey, cemetery. Clean up, clean up my stuff, please. Like I would like this to be pretty again, you jerks. And then they did. Yeah, I got pretty overgrown with like roots and ivy and stuff like that. So that makes yeah. sense. It's really pretty. You should Google some of the other stuff that's that's in it. That's like actually oh, yeah. like a really fancy fucking cemetery that people are just dying to get into i'm so proud of you that's so good because okay i wasn't expecting it and it just good that's good i gotcha i'm pleased okay i'm very pleased oh yes it's ladies fright we tell spooky stories and try to figure out what about them makes them so scary Using personal anecdotes, psychology, and sociology, Lauren, Maggie, and Jackie dive into urban legends, ghost stories, and other tales that give us a good fright. Because this is Ladies Fright. Oh, what a fright. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. So, moving on. Yes. This is the part of the podcast where we give a shout out to our Patreon members. And now we have two new Patreon members. We have James K., who was the one who gave the suggestion to the Highgate Cemetery. Thanks. Thank you, James. And then we have Missy, who has joined our investigation. Yes. No, medium tier. Yeah. Or medium tier. Yeah, medium tier. Um, You're right. You're right. 
So thank you to the both of you for Thanks, signing guys. on and helping us and giving us support. We really appreciate it. We're actually able to start to buy some things for the podcast, which is which in turn is like we're turning around and putting it back into the podcast. Yes. So thank you so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And if you're on Apple podcast yeah. be sure to leave a review that helps us out tremendously but also don't put a swear word in the review because they don't post it Apparently and i found that out post. the hard way <laughs> no it won't and that's so aggravating gross. and if you're on spotify be sure to smash that follow button and anywhere else you're listening to us please be sure to do the thing yeah do the thing because if you like what we do rate and review <laughs> thanks you're welcome i really like that i know okay uh, <laughs> um yeah your turn. Yay! It's my Spook turn. Spooky bitch. Oh, wrong, wrong story spot. Here we are. I'm not even a little prepared. Here we go. All right, I'm ready. So this yeah. week, I'm covering Blarney Castle. It's in County Cork, oh. Ireland. Did you say Barney Blarney Castle? Blarney Castle. Yeah. We're going to call it Barney Castle because no. I'm an asshole. Don't you dare. You deserve <laughs> whatever you dropped. Yep. <laughs> I dropped the clicker. You deserve this. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fair. So have you ever like heard of this place at all? Absolutely chance? not. No. Seriously? You Yeah. You've never heard of Blar- Blarney like anything? No. Well, nope. I mean I mean maybe, mm-hmm. but like nothing's nothing's going on nothing's in the substantial. old the 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 hamster's not running on the wheel. Okay. So, well, no. We'll see we'll see what you what you say here in like 10 minutes. So, okay. History first as normal. Okay. The first stone castle was built on this land in the year 1210. Quite a quite a ways ago. Okay. There is speculation. Twelve ten. Yes, the year twelve ten. Okay. Yeah. One two one zero twelve ten. So there's speculation that there was actually a wooden structure built on this site prior to the twelve hundreds, but nobody's found any archaeological evidence of that. That's just sort of an assumption. Okay. The castle was like the the first stone structure was mostly destroyed in 1446 and then subsequently rebuilt by Cormac McCarthy, the Lord of Muscury, who also built castles in ooh, words that are hard for me to say. I'm so sorry. I to believe everyone. in you. I did. I believe in you. I practiced. I practiced. I promise. Uh, Kilcrea and Karnginamuk. That, that one's wrong. That's good. That one was wrong. That sounds good. It's fine. No, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, the castle was then besieged again during the Irish Confederate Wars, which are also known as the Eleven Year Wars, depending on where you're studying it. Um, that took place between 1641 and 1653. So the entire war saw anywhere from 200,000 deaths to 600,000 deaths. Oh, quite a lot of people. That's that's dead. Yeah, that's a lot of dead. That's a lot, a lot of, of dead, dead bodies. So like many wars, they're you know, everyone has ever fought. There were fought over political, religious, and ethnic reasons. Mm. Catholics no, versus Irish. yeah, Catholic versus the Protestants. Here we are. Um, there was actually a third group uh, called the Parliamentarians during that war mm-hmm. too, which was a little interesting. If anyone remembers Oliver Cromwell, I'm kind of hoping that name like sparks interest in someone's brain. He was a parliamentarian that, for England during that, this war. That that sparks something in my brain. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in history it's class in high school. Somewhere, yeah. yeah that cr- that last name yep. hit, hit me. Early European history, that's where it's from. Okay. So Oliver Cromwell was actually sent over from England with a parliamentarian army, and their forces seized the castle in 1646 and gave it under the direction of Lord Broghill. 
So after the restoration, which is another fun thing in European history, which is basically mm-hmm. boils down to the return of King Charles II from exile to kingship. So King Charles I went away. King Charles II, here we are. Okay. The castle was restored to the McCarthy family to... I always fuck up this name. It's D-O-N-O-U-G-H. And I can't pronounce it for the life of me. So if some of our Irish listeners would be willing to do that for me, that'd be great. So this gentleman was made the first Earl of Calcarty. And then we move on to the Willamite War, which was the Willamites versus the Jacobites, or the War of Two Kings, uh-huh. in Ireland in the 1960s. The fourth Earl of Clancarney, that same same name as the first guy, uh, was captured and his lands were confiscated by the Willamites. As a result, oh. yeah, there's, okay. there's a lot here. As a result, the Blarney Castle was sold and changed hands several times throughout the history before it was purchased in the early 16th century by Sir James St. John Jeffreys, a governor of Cork City. Cork County is right next to Cork City. This, this castle is being passed around. Yeah. Like a, a fucking lot. It's, it's like the worst game of hot potato imaginable. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to keep up, but I'm like, holy shit. It's okay. These fucking names it's, are awful. Okay. There's a lot. Okay. The, okay. the main You're important great, thing sweetie. here is that the, the people who owned it or owned the castle and the property throughout time was the Jeffreys, we just met them, or the Kilcardys. Those are... Great names. Yeah. Okay. Or, well, the McCarty, but the Kil- Clan Cardy. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> So until this point, the castle keep was the only thing on the property. Members of the Jeffreys family built a mansion near the keep on the land and called it Blarney Mansion because that's what you do, Uh or Blarney House, because that's what you do. Sadly, the house was destroyed by a fire because it was made out of wood. I feel like this is a common theme anytime we cover a castle. It's just Mm -hmm. like burned to the ground. Oh, no. Every every single one of them. Well, I mean, they all had fireplaces. And, you know, a wood house with a fireplace is not the best idea if you don't know how to clean it properly. Yeah, you do have to sweep that chimney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Constantly. All the time. I mean, I mean, me with, with a fireplace in my apartment. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm clearly now an expert on knowing how to take care and maintain yeah. my fireplace. Oh, do you have your own, like, soot brush? Is that a thing? I don't have shit. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. Hmm. No. Hmm. Wait, what's a soot brush? Don't worry about it. I'll explain it one day. <gasps> Google it. It's fine. You'll learn. Google is okay. free. That's true. So, of course, as I said, in 1874, it burned down, mm-hmm. and a replacement Scottish baronal-style mansion was built and in a separate spot that overlooks the, the big lake on the property. Uh-huh. And in the mid-19th century, the Jeffreys and the Colthurst families were joined in marriage, and Ooh. the Colthurst family still has ties to the land today. Fun fact, actually. Okay. Here were, were recent times. In May 2008, the current owner, who's uh, Sir Charles St. John Colthurst, succeeded in court action to eject a man who had lived on the property for 44 years. So I read that and I went, what? What does that mean? What? I don't understand. So basically, this guy, who I'm not going to name, I've linked the article if you want to go find him, but this guy had lived in like a little cottage house on a small corner of the property uh-huh his whole life like he was born here in like a couple of years before Colthurst had had him like hey here's this document like do you read it and agree to it 
And what it was, was just a document saying, you can't live on the property unless you're a caretaker to the property. But the guy wasn't. He didn't read the fucking paper and he just signed it. Uh, so then he was always like, read the terms of agreement. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, all right, get the fuck out. And the guy was like, no, what do you mean? I've lived here my whole life. And he was like, well, you signed the paper, man. So, of course, that didn't hold up in court and the guy had to leave. But that sucks. Yeah, it did not. I was like, man, why didn't you just read it, bud? What are you doing? But Not reading, apparently. Yeah, obviously not reading. So today, you can visit this castle and the grounds. It is now a partial ruin, unfortunately, just the actual, like, keep castle part. Some of the rooms are accessible and the battlements are still accessible. So at the very top of the tower, which is a convenient 210 steps up the smallest fucking staircase imaginable. <laughs> swear to God, the stairs are maybe the width of my hand. They fucking suck, bro. Is <sighs> the Stone of Eloquence, better known as the Blarney Stone. Why the fuck is there a stone, a random ass stone at the fucking top of this castle? You'll learn. Just, just well, I, well. I mean, it's it's a castle made out of stone, number one. But this, no, I, it, it, <laughs> you know what I mean. I do. You I know do. what I mean. Yeah. No, this particular stone they didn't realize was important when they built it. Is the thing. So what? people, let's, we'll get we'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. I promise. I need I need yeah, more yeah, than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I need more. okay. You get there. So people who visit Blarney Castle will walk up that ninety feet of staircase all the way to the top. Wait, I thought you said 200. 210 steps. It's 90 feet. Oh, it's 90 feet. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sucks. It's 90 feet. So we'll that walk up fun to me. straight up, get up to the top. You can look over the side of the battlements to a sheer 90 foot drop. Like, if you lean a little too far, you're going to fall. Okay. Walk over, and there's this jutted out section where you can look straight down at the ground, and the wall is in front of you. So people okay. will lay down on their back, lean backwards. Like, they're hanging where their head is pointed to the ground, their feet is up, like, their feet are up, and will kiss the Blarney Stone. The reason that they will do that is because it will give you the gift of the gab. What the- Okay. <laughs> yeah? I'm- uh -huh. So many things. Yeah. I, I'm having a fucking roller coaster of emotions over here. Is the Blarney Stone just hanging off? Kinda. Kinda, sorta. Like, there's, like, um, that would be- basically a parapet like you can look straight down um and see the ground which if you know opposing forces i guess were coming towards you you could shoot them but yeah it just it opens straight 90 foot drop and you gotta lean over backwards and kiss that beautiful stone oh i understand i understand like part of the floor is missing yeah it's really hard to describe i did my best i tried Okay, okay, okay. So you lay on your back, and then there's like a gap where your head goes, yeah. and then you lean backwards, and then you kiss the... It's a wall. It's a wall. Yeah. It's not a stone? It's it's like it's like a wall, but that one section of wall is all a singular stone. Hey, man, have you ever heard of this thing called COVID? Uh, this was like popular pre-COVID, my, my dude, my dude. Hey, man, have you ever heard of... <laughs> Getting sick? Fucking yeah. cooties? Uh -huh. You disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. People are fucking gross. <laughs> the story Jesus. will get even better here in a few minutes. No. It's going to get even I'm so no. excited. Okay. <sighs> no. So the legend of how this stone became so important and how it It's came a wall. To be, okay. I'm done. It's, I'm just done. Just breathe. It's fine. It's going to be okay. <sighs> it dates back to 1446. 
So the Earl of Leicester was sent to claim the lands and the rights of Cormac McCarthy by Queen Elizabeth I. She okay. was like, oh, Cormac's dumb. He doesn't talk well. He's really slow when he speaks. I don't want him huh. to lose the land to one of my like people who are fighting against me. Get rid of him. Okay. So as it is, the Earl shows up and is like, hey, man, give me all your land because the Queen thinks you're stupid because you can't talk. Like, you're not eloquent when you speak. So give me, you might be smart, man, but like, give me your stuff. That is fucking rude as shit. So rude, you right? talk slow. You're fucking stupid. Right. And he's not. He's a very smart dude. He just, he didn't speak eloquently or like flowery, right? So Cormac was walking the grounds and was like, this is bullshit. I don't like this. Was, you know, trying to figure out how to save his lands. He meets this old woman on his land. He doesn't know where the fuck she came from. And she's like, oh, a witch. oh, dear, what is your trouble? And he tells her, what you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, well, if you let me live here. And then he does. So she's like, you know that stone all the way up there, the one that's just slightly discolored? Kiss it. It's going to make you talk very eloquently. And he was like, huh, what oh, do I have to lose? God. So he did. And suddenly he could speak very well. Yeah, he could, he could just, it just, it flowed out of him. So he was able so, to wine and dine, flatter and deceive with no trouble. So the envoy intentionally postponed returning to the queen saying that he took the land and just hung out. So Cormac was able to hold on to his land for a little while longer. What? <laughs> what fucking story is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's here we are. That's how a lot of people believe the Blarney Stone came into, um, into being. So, okay, all yeah. the pictures that I'm looking uh -huh. up because like I want to see because yeah. I'm assuming it's like a wall mm -hmm. with mixed stones in it, right? Every single fucking picture I'm pulling uh -huh. up, the wall is wet. That's because it's Ireland. No, no, no. Oh. The spot that where oh. they're kissing it is fucking wet. Well, they also use like antibacterial wipes. After every person that kisses it. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah, it's that's probably disgusting. why it's a little moist. So, is there is there a reason why the like the floor near that stone is blown out? That is something that I haven't been able to figure out because I legitimately don't know. Because every story, I'll get there in a minute. Actually, okay. Part of that I'll get to in a minute. Every story that I've ever heard about it, it's. That's just, that's how it is. And even some of the older photographs I've seen, because there's like Winston Churchill did this. Um, like we've had a, a U.S. president that did this. Like Disgusting. Yeah. Like, and it, the, that section was missing for them too. So I don't know. I don't know if it means like you just have to be hella brave to do the thing. I don't know. I mean, a lot, well, yeah, not a lot, stupid. but like several people have died. So, I mean, I don't know. Oh, eh, just fall over. Okay. Here we are. Wait, we're still not even to the hauntings yet. Nope. What the fuck? Nope. Here we are. So, okay. the castle is not the only interesting thing on the property. It's also surrounded by extensive gardens. My personal favorite garden is the poison garden. Excuse the fuck out of me, what? Uh-huh. Yep. It includes wolfsbane, mandrake, deadly nightshade, helleborn, ricin, and opium. So. Is that shit legal? Yeah. Is that legal? Yeah. Apparently, because it's there. You can't. It's on their website. You can't. You can't, you can't just grow that. I, maybe they have a special permit. I don't know. You can't just. 
No, that's not how this works. But that's yeah, how this works. That's my personal favorite because you can walk through on this cute little path and like look around and be like, oh, look at all the deadly things, which I kind of enjoy. Which so, I know you enjoy. Yeah, you do. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we are. Okay. So druids were believed to have been on the land for many centuries, like pre- castle being built right the Mm -hmm. only evidence that we can actually see today is a small circle of stones that was used for gatherings and a sacrificial altar actually still remains it's always a circle of stones Mm -hmm. yeah especially with the druids it's all circle-y it's also to the to the pagan gods there's also a spot called rock close which okay is a little section that you can walk into that's known as the fairy glade and inside the fairy glade, you have to be very careful because the fae are out and about and will come to trick you into their realm. So, Like Narnia bullshit? Like- kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. It's like the Feywild in D&D, but like way scarier. Well, you just said some shit. I don't understand <laughs> what you just said. That's understood. It's fine. I'll, I'll explain to you sometime. Okay, One cool. Day. It's just another okay. like plane of existence. Ah, uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. The grounds- are also home to my personal favorite thing outside of the Blarney Stone and outside of the Poison Garden. Yeah, this place, you just need to go fucking live here, apparently. I love it. I've only been once, and it was so nice. Oh, you've been. Mm -hmm. You've been. I keep forgetting that you took a trip there. Yes, it was lovely. So, it's known to the Witch's Stone, which is just a big natural natural rock formation that comes out Mm -hmm. that has the side profile of a witch. And that stone's really special. It's just a rock? Sure. Yeah, it's just a rock. It's just a big rock stone thing. That looks like a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's labeled. Like, it's it's like- labeled like the witch's <laughs> stone. <laughs> and then there's a cave like like 20 feet from that called the kitchen is the name of the cave. Um, and the witch has apparently lived... <laughs> I'll show you pictures sometime. <laughs> it's labeled. Yes. It's- yeah, man, it's labeled, dude. It's yeah, it's labeled. <laughs> it's not like W I T C H apostrophe S either. It's like multiple witches, and I'm like, that's not right. What's wrong here? Why? It's one witch. But here we are. Oh my god. It's cute. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> Crying. It's, it's it's witch. It's labeled. Okay. It's the- that just fucking sent me. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Woo. It's fine. So, <sighs> did you hear right, the, go ahead. Did you hear going. the part about the kitchen or do I need to tell you that again? There's a cave yeah. called, the kitchen, called the kitchen. And that's as far as I got. Okay, perfect. That's I think that's as far as I went. Cool. So it said that there was a witch that lived has lived on this land as long as the begin like since the beginning of time. So she was the one who told the family, hey, that stone's magic. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. if that, that's actually what my question yes. was. Is, was this the same witch? Yes. Okay, cool. Same witch. Her spirit, for some reason, is now, like, nobody knows why this is the case, but her spirit is imprisoned in the witch's stone until nightfall. Because it's labeled. Because yeah, it's labeled. <laughs> until nightfall. <laughs> Okay. As soon as the sun sets, she crawls out of the stone into the cave where she starts a fire to keep herself warm in the cold night. For years. Okay. But and fun fun thing about the inside of the kitchen or the cave, there's actually a wood stove that has been carved into the side of the cave 
and there's like a chimney that goes up, like an out. So someone did actually fucking live in this cave. Yes. Oh, shit. And oh, shit. We're getting real. Yes. So sometimes if you get there early enough in the morning, you can still see the dying embers or the smoke coming out of the chimney. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. That one's kind of gross and spooky. She also will, like, to keep her little fire going in the evening, she'll take firewood from the estate. So there's, like, firewood and stuff inside the cave, mm -hmm. which I thought, I was like, okay. That's a pretty neat cave. It's underneath yeah. a tree. Yes. That's which is fucking dope. The Witch's You. Yeah, I would it's fucking really cool. live there. It's beautiful. She will also grant wishes to visitors who use something called the Wishing Steps. So to use the wishing steps, you have to close your eyes, go down the stairs backwards, turn around, go up the stairs backwards, all the while focusing on one singular wish. As long as you don't peek, and as long as you just solely focus on that wish, your wish will come true within a year. Within a year. Yeah. I mean, that's a good amount of time to work in, you know? I mean, I feel like that's just you putting into work yourself because you think it's going to come true. So it's like, I'm going to open myself up for this wish to come true, which is inevitably you just opening yourself up. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, maybe. Or the witch needs 365 night times to make it happen. Exactly 365. <laughs> I don't know. Is it labeled? Yes. <gasps> I did think about it if there was actually a label for that. I oh, think my so. God. So, things aren't all great here. There's also a curse. What? So, the curse on the land of Blarney. If a stone, a rock, or even a pebble is removed from the land, it will bring misfortune and misery to whoever possesses it. Whoa. The current owner, okay. uh, Sir Charles, receives multiple packages every year containing, like, stones and things that... They're just like, hey, I'm so sorry. I fucked up and took this rock. Can you take it back so that I can have my life normal, please? <laughs> so. And that's a, isn't that like the Bell Witch shit? Mm -hmm. The Bell Witch Cave yeah. shit? Okay. Yeah. Very similar too. Um, cool. Which is, is kind of gross. There was a, a gentleman named Liam who's Canadian. Um, the only information I could find on him, like on his little dealio was, oh, I took a rock and for the next three weeks, my life was a literal living hell. So I mailed it back. That's all I could find. And I was like, <gasps> same, same. I, yeah. Do you, do you ever just have like reverse psychology where you're just like, mm, I want to try it. Yeah. Because I want to try it. I mean, we can go. Can we go? If you want. Yeah. Let's do okay, it. Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. So another, we're, we're like, this is officially the first like haunting thing that happens. Uh, it has to do okay, with okay. the curse, but this is like, this is the thing. So a woman from South Carolina named Linda Kelly is who our story is focused on. She was a real estate agent and she was handling an estate sale for a priest who had just passed away. He was known as a recluse and was miserable his entire life. Like just... Not a, not a fun person to be around. What a what a! I'm not about to call a priest a penis. I was so never I mind. was like, mm -hmm. do <laughs> never it, mind. do it. So while holding this estate sale, she finds this little rock that's like labeled Blarney Castle, and it's marked for a dollar. So she's like, hell yeah, because she thinks it's cute because her daughter is currently living in Ireland, and she's like, oh, that's so sweet. Like when she comes home, I can give it to her for a present. That's really cute. <sighs> Every time she went to this dude's house, 
she was freaked the fuck out. So, like, she felt like something was just creepy. Like, something was wrong every time she was in this house. So, she bought okay. her, her, her little Blarney castle stone and left. The next week, her plans that she had, like, all of her clients that she had already worked out for, like, what her schedule was going to be, dropped her. Out of Whoa. nowhere. Absolutely out of nowhere. So, she was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Week two, she was so depressed, she did not leave her house. Like, refused to leave her house, which was completely unlike her. She was a very bubbly, very happy woman. Didn't make any sense to her, in retrospect, why this was happening. <laughs> then, the third week, she received a letter and a phone call for different bills that she had mailed out and paid that came back, we never received your payment, you're behind, we're going to cut off your electricity. Oh my god. Yeah. So she was like, uh, fuck this, because she googled it and was like, are you kidding me, man? So she mailed it back and hasn't had any trouble since. Holy shit. Yeah. So oh my kind of, god. Kind of fun. So anytime you, I can actually attest to that one, I'm going to wait for that one for a second. So when you walk the grounds in the evening, like right before dark time, which is when the witch comes out, visitors feel like they're being watched from different points around the property. So if you're over by like just coming out of the keep, you'll feel like something's watching you from the entrance of the cave. If you're walking to one of the little like forest areas, like you'll feel like somebody is following you. Really, really gross. gross. I don't like that. This one I thought was really funny. So I'm going to try not to laugh. I'm trying to keep my shit together. Tell this in a dramatic way. I, I believe way. in you. Sometimes when you look out over the lake, you can see fish jumping. But these aren't normal fish. These are see-through ghost fish. Salmon. See-through ghost salmon that are jumping out of the water, chasing <gasps> iridescent, jewel-like see-through flies. That's one uh, report. What? <laughs> What? That's not, that's not real. This is not, that, okay. That's not how this works. I just, that was reported on a couple of different sites, so I had to tell you. I couldn't just like. Multiple, multiple sites, yes. Jesus. We gotta go. I, this ghost fish, I'm fucking sold. Okay. I want to see this. All right, this, this one's my favorite. Uh, so in times of danger for the McCarty family, a herd of cows will walk out of the depths of the lake. Up onto the meadow below the castle to graze. And that's how they know they're How fighting. many? <laughs> I don't know how, how many, many? herd is. I need a fucking number. <laughs> I need to know how many fucking cows came out of this lake. What? I wonder how they disappear too. Did like do they like walk back out into the water? Cause like if single fucking <laughs> file. Every single one of them labeled, single file, march back into that fucking lake where they belong. Stay the fuck there. How would, what? How would they be labeled? Cow one or like Mary Cow? Or like, like, oh god, yes, yeah, all of the above, all of the above. Okay, so my last, <gasps> my last one is my favorite one because, as I mentioned earlier, I've been to Blarney Castle, I've gone up that god awful fucking two hundred and ten steps, and I've kissed the Blarney Stone. Oh, yeah, wow, uh, it is what it is. I lived. I was like sixteen. Did, did you? Yeah. You got a little. Yeah. I'm fine. Hair somewhere it's not supposed to be. You got hair on your pancreas. I hope not. No, I mean, it's I a TikTok. I can't like it's see t- my it's, pancreas. It's a, it's a TikTok. Never mind. Oh God. I want a different TikTok than you. Oh, no. Yeah. So sometimes as you're walking up those stairs, because we had the place to ourselves, um, when we went, we had like a two-hour window where it was just us at Blarney Castle. And there was only like 20, 30 of us. 
That's cool. Yeah, it was it was really nifty. So we didn't have to like wait in a hella crazy line and all that stuff. So, because sometimes the line to kiss the Blarney Stone will be down all the way out. It's a really long line. So, when you're going okay. up, you'll hear disembodied voices in the stairwell. You'll hear footsteps that sound like half a second behind your own. Because that happened to but me. But cheeks. No! When I went up the stairs, I was like, oh, that's a little weird. So I was looking to see, like, because you have to look down so you don't trip on those stairs because they're so small. And I was like, okay, the two people in front of me that I can look up and see, they're not stepping when I hear that sound. And I tilted my head down a little bit and, like, looked behind me. And the person behind me wasn't stepping the same way. And it sounded like it would have been one of those two. And it wasn't either one of them. So I don't know where those footsteps came from. Oh, man. Yeah. So those are two commonly reported things in the stairs. Yeah. And uh, that drop is terrifying because you can look down the whole fucking time. I had to take my glasses off so they didn't eat themselves into oblivion. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a a metal grate that would catch you, sort of, if you fell. It's not not like, like mishmash. It's just like three long iron bars. That, like, <laughs> you're going to hit and it's going to hurt. And I don't know how they're going to get you up. But, yeah. That's fun. That's the end of Blarney Castle. Thanks for coming to what my a, TED Talk. What a castle. Yeah. It's a wild so place. So it's just creepy as fuck with the witch. Yeah. Yeah. It's spooky. It's spooky. Okay, cool. Word. Yeah. Word, my dude. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Good talk. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I had a maybe great time. We'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll go there. I don't know. I would love to. Well, That'd be great. Well, you already went. Well, I'd love went. to go back. Well, did you go in the kitchen? No. No. Um, I got to see the witch's stone from, like, I got to look at it and then move along. Because we only had 20 minutes and climbing those stairs is fucking, takes a while. Um, I, I have a feeling. I just, just hear me out for a yeah. second. I just have this feeling you really, really, really don't. <laughs> don't want to win. <laughs> don't like that staircase. I don't like that staircase. That was that was a lot of fucking stairs. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it as bad as bringing like my bed up to the third floor? Yeah. Worse. Okay. Way worse. Way fucking okay. worse. Because those were full size okay. stairs. Oh, that's true. Yeah. These were little like stay on your tippy toes or you're going to slide down and knock everybody with you because it's was spiral. Was it wide enough for you to walk up? Um, like. Yeah. Because if, um, if I feel like you had hips that don't lie, like, you wouldn't be able to make it through. Because, like, I, that's my first thought was, like, could I? Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. You could, we could both fit, like, now, because the last time I went, I was a bit smaller. But we could fit. Anybody that was, like, a little bit bigger probably wouldn't. Oh, like, they're, okay. They're, oh, like, like fairly that's small. That's only, like, three, that's, like, three feet. Yeah, like, not, two and a half, three feet. not the size of a traditional doorway. Like in the U.S. Smaller. Yes. Yes. Because people were smaller back then. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, yes. it didn't hit my head because I'm not tall. But yeah. it's ooh. Proud of you. Thanks. It was great. Okay. It was, a, okay, it was cool. a lot of fun researching this one too. So I had a good time. I tried to you get You didn't some... do your research before you went? No. No. Of course not. Not at all. No. Of course, you're 16. You're off yeah, just, I was just, you know, stealing witches' tombstones yeah, and shit. Doing so anyways. Shit. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> okay. So that's a wrap. Yeah. Yay. We did it. So if you want to check us out and see us more, see what we're doing, we never update it. Or if you want to um, 
submit another topic for us to talk about, you can definitely check us out on our website at www.hauntherbarelyknowher.com. And you can head over to the contact page where you can drop a submission or talk to us. You can just, you know, someone sub- uh, submitted a random comment and was like, hey, by the way, you pronounced yeah. it right. And the Stanley Hotel's cool. Yes. And that hotel's cool. And blah, blah, blah. That, so that was really cool. Really so we, that really makes our days if you just want to drop a comment and like you know add us or something anywhere is totally cool and then on our social media instagram and twitter our handle is h-h-i-b-k-h podcast on twitter you'll get zoe instagram you'll get me yeah come talk to me please and then yeah you can slide into zoe's dms no no i keep forgetting that that's what that means (laughs) fuck okay (laughs) anyways um until next time Haunt her. I barely know her. Or her mom. Or that witch. Oh my god.